Too bad Lars is dead now after we rested for an hour. <laughs> Lars is dead. Lars is dead. Yeah, dead, dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dead. All right. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band out on tour solving mysteries. I'm Clifton, and I'll be your guest DM. Hey there, I'm Emily, and I'm playing Kemen, a fearbog hippie and bass player in the band Dream Lancer. He's wearing a sweet leather vest with long chevron fringe, an olive green bandana, and Birkenstocks. No shirt, though, as long as Clifton says his aesthetic won't make him freeze to death. Hi, I'm Brayton, and I'm playing Staff, who is a changeling, who's playing Scrapper, who is a shifter guitar player in the band Dream Lancer. Don't worry, we get confused, too. Maybe one day, Staff will be discovered by the other band members, and we won't have to do this anymore. Hey there, I'm Nora, and I'm playing Windy Snowy Mountains, the fluffiest, best snow-catching snow leopard, tabaxi bard you've ever met. Windy's excited to put her imp plushie to good use training Lars, and she's also got a brand new pretty necklace that she's excited to show off. Blue compliments her white fur. She's also super excited to travel in the snow. Hi, I'm Ed, and I'm playing Lars, the dog-sized gerbil. Lars used to be an elephant-sized gerbil until Dream Lancer shrunk him down to dog-sized. And uh, they took him in as a pet and travel around with Lars. They made him their drummer in their band, so he now drums for Dream Lancer. And also, he at some point picked up a spinner-top rainbow-colored hat that gives him the ability to speak. But turns out he's just not that bright, so he doesn't have much to talk about. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour, the gang investigated the mine of Mira Dune. They came upon a few abominations and defeated them handedly. We join Lars as he explores what was behind that mysterious purple portal. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. Lars. Yeah. Make a perception check. Okay. Seven. You hear voices down the corridor. Hey. You don't hear an answer. Oh. Friends? Hello? Whoa. New word. Polysyllabic. He says Wendy and Kevin. Oh, that's true. Okay. He, I think he's had a, a very simple sentence he said before. All right. I'll head down the corridor to the noises. Thank you. At the end of the corridor, you come to a T. To the left, there are two doors, one on either side of the hallway. Same thing on the right. The noises are coming from both of the doors still ahead of you. So if you're facing the T. So there's six choices? Four, there's four choices. choices. Well, there are two choices that each have two choices. There's also a choice that you could go backwards, or there's a choice that you could do nothing. So really, there are six choices. And to the left, there is also a door all the way at the end. Yeah, but Nora, if you choose not to decide, then you still have made a choice. I didn't say you choose not to decide. I said you choose to do nothing. Well, if you choose to do nothing, you still have made a choice. That's she what I said. said that. I will go to the right and then to the right door. So you make a right and then look to the right from there. Yeah. All right. There are two beds in there. 
and a nightstand in between them. How did I open the, the, these doorways? It's open. It's open. All right. I'm going to go start eating some sheets. Okay. No one's in there right now. Sheets run. <laughs> Sorry. See, there's a bedside table. Yeah. In between them. I'll try to open the, the drawer. Okay. Uh, roll a dex. Oh, no. Six. Man, I said that low on purpose, and you still didn't clear the bar. You knock into it a little bit, and it jostles, and a uh, lamp falls over on top. Does it fall over and break? No. In a loud, scary noise? No, it didn't break. It just made a thud. I was going to start chewing the wires, but it's probably not electrical. No. It also wasn't lit, so you're not starting a fire right now. All right, I'll go out of that door, and I'll go straight across the hallway. Okay. In this room are ten people. Nine of them are seated around a long table facing away from you. And one is standing on the opposite side, facing maybe diagonally away from you, like still like in your peripheral, in his peripheral you are. Hey! Uh, they don't hear you right now. Whoa. But you can hear them. Okay. And the man in front of the table says, and these are the facts as we know them. The town has one devil that is ruling over it, and the rest of them have just disappeared. They're gone. We have yet to find out where they have gone. Mr. Baron has a plan to defeat the devil, but we're not sure of his intentions afterwards. There are new travelers in the town casting about. We have not heard their intentions either. And the uh, guy at the head of the table stands up and says, Thank you, Victor. We will add that to the annals. The other guy goes, Thank you, Victor. And um, the lights start to come up. Hey! They turn around now and see you. Hi! What? Who are you? What are you doing in here? Friends! Friends? Hi! You cannot be here, young one. Snacks! He takes a uh, pretzel from the table and tosses it to you. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. He gives you a scritch. Oh, scritches. They confer among themselves and, and voices that you can't hear. Not that they're speaking something you can't hear, but it's low and you're not paying attention because you're busy snacking. Yeah. Snacks. All right, we're going to leave that there for a second. Lars' poop at the end of this adventure is just going to be a nightmare. Have shards of cardboard in it and like tapestry. I don't mean to tell you everything, Nora, but rodents don't actually eat the wood; they just gnaw on it and leave a mess oh. behind. and leave a big mess of wood chips behind. Oh, okay. All right, party. We wake up from our rest in Liaman's tiny hut. Um, are there is there a horde of zombies banging on the outside of the hut? Oh, hold on, let me check. No, and a couple skeletons and a creeper. Just spiders. There's a spawner at the end of the hall. I poke my head out and look around. Okay, you see mine. I poke by my head back in and tell everybody the coast is clear. Does this room where we had the big combat, does it have a door, like an exit besides the one we came in? So you had that combat in a hallway-like thing. It's not a real room. It's just like a corridor of the mine. All right, guys, you want to keep going up this corridor, or do you think that there's no chance Lars made it past those things? I mean, if he came this way, he's dead. I look around for a large dead body. Roll uh, investigation. 15. You don't see any dead Larses. I don't think he came this way then, Kevin. Yeah, I think we're good. Let's go somewhere else, man. All right, just remember this one if we have to come back here. Lars! It echoes. Lars, Lars. So we, we, do you want to go in the last branch? Yeah, let's go up the last branch. Okay. We go down the way that we, as players, know Lars actually is. Okay. Going down the other uh, last part. There's nothing at the end. There's nothing? There's nothing. Lars! 
Maybe he did go past those. Maybe those things, what'd you call them? Abob ablations? Abomination. Abomination. Maybe he got past those without them noticing him. I mean, he's short, you know? If he's dirty, he might blend in. He's wily. Okay. Or maybe he made friends with them. I want to look around this dead end just in case for, like, secret door, because we looked in the other one, too. Investigate. Yeah, and I'll help. 22. 22. You find no hidden doors. What about footprints? Uh, no footprints either. All right. We go back to the middle shaft, and we keep going past the big battle. Okay, you go past the big battle. The big battle scene. I know the battle's not there anymore. Uh, And there's a big old pile of rubble blocking your way. Oh no, Lars must be in this rubble pile. I start hucking stones off the pile trying to dig through it. Screaming, Lars! Lars! Okay, uh, give me a perception check real quick. 25. 25. 9. 12. Okay, um, that means that Scrapper notices this rubble can all be moved easily from one side to the other. It's like a very light in one area. Like it's been piled and stacked there. Oh, yeah, nice. I'm going to act like I'm super strong and pick up a bunch of rocks at once and be like, keep working, you maggots. <laughs> I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't doing anything. And then I, I laugh and I say, ha, no, look, and I throw one of the light rocks at Wendy. They're fake? Yeah, I don't know. They're either fake or they're weird. I check for traps. Okay. Is that perception or investigation? Pick one. 19. Well, tell us which one you picked. Yeah, you don't find any traps. Okay. Uh, so Scrapper clears out the one side of the rocks. Let's keep going this way. Is there light on the other side? No. It's com- completely dark on the other side. Should we stealthily go just like just in case? Yeah. Since this is clearly like a secret area. Sure, but I got this. I got this glowing stick so I can see. Do you want me to go in the back? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you go in the back. I'll go in the front. I have dark vision. Okay. Yeah, I have dark vision too as a shifter, which everybody knows that I am. I got a 28 stealth roll. That sounds fairly stealthy. I'm going to stay in the middle, but I don't actually have dark vision. <laughs> Do you want me to sneak at disadvantage or anything? Um. Yeah, I do. I got a 19. With disadvantage? Yeah, I rolled really well for once. I'm in the back with my light. Okay. Going are, are you going to sneak? I got a 27. Okay. Was that with disadvantage because you're holding a stick of light? No. Do that. 11. Okay, that sounds more like someone holding light in a pitch dark place trying to sneak. <laughs> I was quiet. Okay. Um, it could just be like one of those bugs that we ran into earlier. You don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I wave it around so it looks like a bug. I have an aesthetic question. How tall are these shafts? Is Kevin, Kevin's like bent over. Yeah, a, li- a little bit hold his half stick, of the time, you know. Like kind of forward because it's taller than him. And he's waving it around. <laughs> it's brightly lighting up like a 15-foot <laughs> radius around it. And he's like, it's a bug! <laughs> The whole end of the crook? The whole crook is glowing? No, I'm obviously holding that part. Oh, you're holding the crook? Yeah, because I don't want them to see it. You don't want them to see it, so you cast light on it. I gotta be able to see somehow. It's a distraction. They're not looking at me, they're looking at the light. Over there. 
I'm just going to hold it out to the side. And then they'll go, oh, that's where a person is. And that's when they'll put a fireball and I'll be fine. Because I'm only four feet away from it. Yeah. I miss Lars. It's also, if you're looking down the shaft at us, we're going through darkness on purpose. But behind us, <laughs> it's totally lit up, so we're silhouetted. I don't know. We snuck pretty good. Maybe like we managed to get out of the cone of light. Yeah, it doesn't, it's not necessarily a perfectly straight thing. Like, you know. Uh... Wendy's in front. Wendy, uh, you going ahead and looking around? Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you look past the pile of rubble, you can see that the cave opens up a bit. Oh, we're in a cave now? The mine opens up a bit into a more cave-like area, but it only goes about 20 feet ahead of you. To left, it extends a bit, and to the right, it kind of is almost uh, straight across from where the rubble ends. And that goes on the left about uh, 40 feet from right to left. Okay. Are you saying this room is egg-shaped? It's not egg-shaped because one side is almost flat. It's more like weeble-wobble-shaped. Is it like a Reese's egg that's standing up on its side-shaped? Almost. Do I see anything that looks interesting that I should get closer to to investigate? With your dark vision, you don't see colors that well, right? You kind of It's grayscale-ish? I mean, I'm a cat, so I assume so. I think that's kind of how it works for all low-lighter dark vision works. You don't see anything out of the ordinary yet. Are there minecart tracks that go through this room? Yes. Okay. Um, so you're moving forward into the room? I'm going to move to the left around the perimeter of the room. Okay. As you get fully into the room, you can see in a large pile on the left is just a loaded bodies. Like dwarf, dwarf bodies. Dwarf bodies? Are they yeah. dead? I check for a pulse. All right. Do a medicine check. 19. There's no pulse. Do I think that they're just like in stasis? So they're like frozen in a moment in time. So their pulse isn't working right now, but it will whenever we reactivate them. Yeah. Do they look like they're statues? No. They look like they're on a pile on the ground. And uh, you held one's arm and it's kind of sticky. Can we recognize any of the faces of any of them? Uh, they look like dwarves. <laughs> Craig, are but you here? But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Check their wallets. <laughs> Craig. In all seriousness, they're not, tags or anything? they don't share the same faces as any of the townsfolk that we've met. Or we uh, don't notice that? No. No. Well, those ones would definitely be on the top of the pile because they are most recently killed. Unless they were replaced by clockwork people. Replicants. Like the driver of that carriage. Remember the beginning? I check a couple more pulses just to be sure that none of them are alive. You find no pulses. Okay. Uh, hey guys, this is looking pretty bad. Yeah, it's grim. Because we thought that there were a lot of accidents, but this looks more organized than that. Are there any minecarts in this room? Um, yes, there's one minecart still in the room. Do you guys want to get this show over with faster? Let's just r push this bad boy and jump in it. Just get really cooking. Now you'll have to move some of the actual rocks uh. to get, out, get that one out. Never mind. I say we keep going. Yeah, I want to keep looking around the perimeter of the room, past the dead bodies. Okay. I'll scope out the right side. Investigation checks. I'll look in the tip. Just like in the pile of bodies? No, the end. I don't know. I'm going to look around. I got a five. I got a 25. I got a 10. You find nothing. There's nothing else in here. Guys, I don't know where that, uh, that binding ritual is supposed to take place. I'm starting to think that Mr. Baron lied to us to get us to not slay that devil. You know what? I'm kind of pissed at him because we told him that we were neutral 
third parties and he still lied to us. Yeah, I'm starting to get pissed at him too because I know that we told him that we've done a lot of arbitration before, but this is our first arbitration case and I want it to go smoothly. It's not going smoothly at all. Who do you think brought these bodies here, guys? I think that somebody killed these dwarves on purpose and it's not actually accidents that are happening. You said they were sticky. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Like saliva of a monster sticky? Yeah, are the bodies like mangled? Yeah. And they're like covered in like the kind of liquids that come out of bodies when you fuck them up. Yeah. Like blood and And bile. Yeah. Do they have bones in them? Yes. Do they have all the bones in them? Are you going to count? 206. For humans? Yeah. How many bones do dwarves have? Don't know. 210 probably. 206 short ones. (laughs) Think about it. I don't know, guys. I think the real mystery here is, where the fuck is Lars? And a secondary mystery is, what exactly are they mining out of here with all these dead ends? Were there any mining tools around? We didn't really see any. Did we see any mining tools or no? Yeah, I mean, they're around, but like they kind of took a lot of it out because they're on strike. You don't just leave your pickaxe wherever. I never worked in a mine, but my guess is you take it out every time you leave. Yeah, that's my real... I was going to say, you go back to the quartermaster and he's like, where's my pickaxe? And you're like, ah. he's like, all right, you don't get one tomorrow. I just left it down on the fucking shaft, man. <laughs> I figured I'm going there tomorrow. Same spot, same time, same place. Yeah, I don't know. This is, looks like we searched this whole place out. Did we check for secret doors at the end of this? I uh, checked for I mean, secret I, doors at the dead You, you guys investigated here. Okay. Yeah. I think we need to head out and confront Mr. Baron about his lies and deceptions. What if we spy on that room a little with Crow? Yeah. I love it. I think the real question is, what are we going to do with the dynamite that we took? Leave I say we there. send... Crow can take it up and we'll blow... Oh, no. Wait. These devils are generally not susceptible to fire damage. Yeah. So maybe we don't bother blowing up the entire manor. Can we get ice dynamite? Yeah, we'll ask the quartermaster. Dynamite. All right. I think we head back to the manor, but not quite all the way to the manor. And we let Crow and scope, let Crow some, scope stuff some stuff. Okay. Let's do it. All right. We leave this mine. Okay. You leave the mine. We recover our dynamite. And I say, hey, guys, I'm going to put this dynamite in my bag of holding. I think that's unsafe. What if it explodes and you carry it and you die, man? That's a risk I'm willing to take. As you leave the mine, you see in front of you a horrifying creature. And you must all make your your good old saves here. Against being afraid? Yes, against being feared. 15. 13. 9. Wait, if you're feared, then it's afraid of you. Okay, you can't get any closer. Even me? Yeah, you all fail the save, sorry. Is it because I misexplained how Frightened works earlier in, yeah. the, in the arc? So we're going to change that now so that you don't just run backwards into the mine like idiots. Even though I'm scared, I'm going to courageously reach behind my back and grab my guitar and pull it out front. And I'm going to strum a chord and play a counter charm so that we have advantage on our Frightened saves while I'm playing this song. Oh, that's smart. All right. So this devil stands before you and he says, Travelers, what are you doing in the mine? Uh, traveling, man. What are you doing in the mine? I'm not in the mine. We're not in the mine anymore. See that? Yeah, that's true. What were you doing in the mine? What? It's not any of your business. You're not the mine owner. Yeah, 
Yeah. I am in charge of this mine, and I will not take more things going not to plan. What's your name? You think you can trick me like that? You think I'm some kind of simpleton? No, no, no. We're, we're just trying to address you properly, person to person. Just call me, sir. Okay. Uh, you guys are, can probably make another uh, save against the fear. Do we get um, advantage because I'm playing that counter charm spell? Yeah, yeah. It's... I got a 19. I got an 11. I got a 12. Scrapper saves. I'm going to speak up now, and I'm going to... I guess I have to do it while I'm playing the song, so we'll figure that out. But I'm going to say, We're not scared of you. You can't tell us what to do. Go back down to hell and leave us alone. It doesn't quite rhyme, but it's like off the top of my head. Wait. Wait. Tell me. Did you find anything in the mine? That's a really broad question. Like, we found rocks. Anything out of the ordinary? Uh, like what kind of things are out of the ordinary in mines? My word is my bond, so you know I'll speak true. You tell us your name, and I'll make a deal with you. Look, my job here is to keep the mine running. And if I lose any more of my next shipment of devils, then I will be out of here. And these people will be in even worse shape than before. How so? I do not trust that Baron. Plays me false. But I don't trust you either, because you're a devil. You judge me based on my appearance and my heritage? Congrats on that promotion. Thank you. I worked a million years for this. We never trusted you, and we don't trust your kind. So tell us what you think we should have found in that mine. Okay, he looks at you and um, make a quick perception check. I got a 20, uh, you know, unnatural 20. Uh, you think he looks somewhat impressed that you just came up with that? Yeah, we're professionals. <laughs> the Baron, he may be subjugating my kind, subjugating other devils. I do not yet know how. We haven't seen any other devils in this town, though, only you. Uh, you guys can make another wisdom show. 15. 20! All right, we got one more person for you. <laughs> Did you roll with advantage? Yeah. What kind of devil are you if you got promoted? How does that all work, sir? I am an automata devil. What is that, sir? I was a chain devil for many millennia. I proved myself worthy to our superiors and was put in charge of this mine. To do what? To keep it producing. Coal needed for refinement in our other mine locations, to continue producing our iron and steel. But where are all these other devils that are underneath of you? That is the thing. They were disappearing. As soon as I got here, there were fewer than were supposed to be. And now, only I remain. What does a devil look like that is you're in charge of, sir? Beneath me are chained and barbed devils. So they, they would look like that, not like dwarves? Yes. You could not confuse the two. So, Mr. Devil, sir, if you're in charge of the town, what do you think about this unionization by the townsfolk? They just want to be protected at their workplace. My only care 
is that this mine produces. If that is what is necessary, then I will see to it that they are spared their lives and protected in the mines, but only if they can guarantee that production will continue. Seems like maybe that could work out for everybody except that barren guy. I mean, it's also not great to leave an entire town subjugated underneath of a devil, I feel. How do you feel about concerts? I have no opinion. You say it wouldn't help you to kill all these dwarfs, so how come in that mine we found so many corpses? Kevin can roll again. 17. You save. Yeah, buddy. You don't have to play this song anymore. Okay. <laughs> what? Dwarf corpses in the mines? Like 35 of them. Maybe more. They're all dead in the back. We found them. Did you do that? Never. Why kill what you can keep alive and working? Then why did you protect that secret with your automatons like this one? And I pulled that bug out of my pocket that is broken. I've not seen this before. Show it to me. I throw it to him. This construction. I've not seen its like in this plane. Yeah. Oh, there's bear ones in there. Bigger? Big. Three big ones. We killed them, but only because they were trying to kill us. Not if they're yours, we're sorry, but really just didn't want to die. We're looking for our gerbil. He's pretty big. Have you seen him? You know what they say. The devil's in the details, and only a devil could work on something that detailed. Show me these larger versions. Ah, uh, they kind of exploded. How much is left, guys? Uh, I didn't see anything. You think we're going to go back into that mine with you so you can turn around and try to kill us and put us on your dwarf pile? Yeah, I won't fit on that pile. Too big. Have you seen our friend? I've seen no creatures you describe. Why'd they tell us to hide all our animals when we came here? Do you hate animals? Are you allergic? No. Maybe it's the Baron. Maybe he doesn't like animals. And you know, that's always a sign of, like, a maybe even not very stable person. Yeah, is there anything dangerous going around in these streets? In the streets? Yeah, like outside of the mine. Like, they said it was because they can't have animals running around because it was too dangerous, but, like... There shouldn't be. Hmm. I will look into the mine myself. And he kind of, like, starts to walk past you. We start to circle, or, well, I, I don't want him to see, get behind me, so I, like, circle around him like a boxer. Hey, before you leave, man... Like, which hand do you shake hands with when it's time to shake? Middle right. Got him. And which one do you wipe with? Top left. Top left? Not bottom? Where's your butthole? Okay, he goes uh, into the mine. Guys, I'm starting to worry that even though we gotta get rid of this devil, we also gotta get rid of Robert Barron. Yeah, he seems like he might be evil. He seems like he definitely lied to us because there is no binding circle. We didn't see any hint of a binding circle. Yeah, all we saw was a bunch of corpses. Seems like he sent us in there to die. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should go teach him a little lesson. Guys, you got my back? Yeah. How far away are we from the manor? You're about 600 feet away from the manor. Okay, I can't send Crow to go check it out and actually see anything if I'm not closer than this. Yeah, well then let's go towards it. Okay. Let's sneak up on the manor, though. We don't want Robert to see us coming. I dismiss light now that we're outside. Is it Smart. daytime? Uh, it is dusk. Remember when you had that sweet spell as Jaxo where it like, made us all basically invisible? Yeah, let me just become Jaxo real no, quick. No, Kemen has that spell. Invisibility? I have invisibility. No, 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 no. Different. 
Would you like me to cast invisibility on us? I don't think it matters. I don't think we need to be invisible yet. All right, we sneak. Okay, we're going to go to Lars before we do any sneaking, though. Yeah. So, uh, you've got one person with you petting you in that room with uh, 10 people in it. Are they all dressed the same? Yeah. It's in long, flowing purple cloak. Goes almost all the way down to the floor. Are they all dwarves? No, none of them are dwarves. Yeah, right, dude. This is probably Robber Baron and his crew of, of uh, opportunists. They're all named Victor. All right. Um, so the one that has you beside him says, Come, little one. You cannot be here. This is where we keep our histories. He kind of corrals you. You still got that rope on you. And so he grabs it and starts pulling you back towards the porter room. Yeah, Betty's. And I run toward the bed in the other room. All right, making a post strength check. Seven. All right, you pull him off of his feet. Betty's. With a seven? Yes. I run and jump in the bunk beds. I see there were bunk beds? No, they're just one to each side. All right, I jump into one of the beds and I run in a little tiny circle. Uh-huh. And I lay down. It doesn't mess all the blankets up, does it? Oh, I'm <laughs> covered in coal dust. Okay, he um, doesn't have the rope anymore because it got pulled out of his hands after he fell. He gets up and dusts himself off and says, Confound that beastie. And he uh, grabs some more pretzels from the table and walks over to you and says, Here, here, come. Beastie. You, you're moving at all? No? Yeah, I'll go eat a pretzel. All right. He's, he's like trying to move you further and further with each one. Okay. I just keep eating them. All right. Do you think you can, uh, you probably can't read anything. No, 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 no. Um, so he grabs you back to the portal and um, flicks a, a switch on the wall. And uh, the portal lights back up, and he tosses the last pretzel through. Victor! I try to snug him. Okay, he gives you a little, like, nudge towards the portal. No, friends! All right, he walks through the portal. All right, jump through the portal. Okay, um, he is going to dive over you real quick. Try and keep you over there. Okay. He sees you in front of you, and the portal is about to close, and he says, Remember, son. Dad? <laughs> Remember, buddy. History is written by the victors, and the portal closes. Victor! You are uh, back in the stable. Oh, okay. The stable boy comes through the door. Billy! What? Billy? Bill! How did you get undone? Come here. And he grabs the, uh, the rope and ties you back to the pole. All right. I start chewing on my log. Did you hit record? Okay. So, hey, it's Emily in the mid-reel. Um... Thanks for listening to our podcast. It's a little bit long this time, so hope you're traveling somewhere adventurous and long far away uh, because it's long and you're going to want to finish the story before you quit whatever app you're listening on or however that works. Uh, we have a website. It is bardicmysterytour.com. It can link you to things like our music on Bandcamp. We're also on Spotify, but not all of our albums are up because they have to get mastered first. So if you want to hear some songs that aren't on Spotify yet, you can go to Bandcamp.com. We also wanted to say thank you to our fabulous patrons for their support and hope that you are having a safe winter season because technically it is winter because it's not Monday at noon. It's Wednesday at whatever time this is getting posted at. Uh, have a wonderful time with your lives, and we'll see you next year. Well, I guess you'll hear us next year. Bye! All right, back to you guys. 
I we just want to be hidden behind one of the hovels or houses, the closest one to the mansion. Does that put us within like a hundred feet of the mansion? Yeah, you can do a hundred feet. All right, Crow. Yeah. I need you to fly up and look in all those windows and kind of let me take a peek through your eyes. So just kind of like wait up there and like chill at each window. Righto. And he flies up. Okay, what do I see in the first window? Are you directing him which way to go or is it just however he feels? Um, I'm telling him with my brain where to go. So I wanted him to look in the window that would look into where the devil was, supposedly, when Scrapper reported. Okay, you go up to there, and in that window, you can see multiple bookshelves around the one side. There is a bed and a desk. And inside, you can see Robert Barron. What's he doing? He's writing at the desk. Can I see what he's writing? Give me a perception check. Six. You see that he's writing and that he's there. Does he look normal? Yes. He looks like a normal human person. Does it look like that room is his room and it's like the bed is his size and not the devil's size? Like how tall was that devil? The devil was, I don't know, he's, he's kind of big. He's not huge though. Yeah, it, it's, it's human size bed instead of like double wide for all the extra arm. All right, I tell him to fly around to the next window that's, like, in the front of the house. What does that look into? Um, that looks into the hallway that overlooks the foyer. Okay. Is there anyone in there? Um, couple maids cleaning. Nothing crazy? No. You can see one guard uh, walking along the bottom floor. What about the next window over from the front of the house? It's just a uh, regular old bedroom. How about the bottom floor? The bottom floor, starting from to the right of the door, you see a room that is almost completely empty. What is in there that is not empty? There's a rug on the floor and there is a chair. Is it a big chair? It's hard to say without anything else to reference. Okay. Um, How about the back of the house? So along the back, you can see the kitchens. Two people in there. One's cooking. Four kitchens? What? There's one kitchen. You said kitchens. Did I? Yeah. You can see the kitchen. There's two people in there. Just one kitchen? What kind of pot? It's really big though. Here? You called this a mansion. Called it a manor. You called this a manor. Yeah, you called this a manse. Oh, mansion means small man. A manse is where a preacher lives in Scotland. That's an old Scottish term. Cool. Okay, what else is back there? Pass the kitchens. Um, there is a hallway with a stairwell that goes down. And then on the other side of that is a sort of great hall type area that has benches and uh, there's some raised benches at the head. So there's like four going long ways across the room and one going opposite that. Okay. I report all of this to my friends. Did I miss any windows? No. Guys, I got an idea. Go. What if I disguise myself as a dwarf in armor and go talk to the Baron and tell him that we died? Yeah, and then I'll disguise myself as a dwarf in armor and tell him that we died. No, no, no. I think you guys should go in the basement because that's the only area we can't see into. We don't know what's down there. Maybe that's where he's hiding all his secrets. Oh, I'll sneak up into the basement. Yeah. yeah. Up into the up basement? Into the basement. <laughs> it's sneak up on all a mountain. up into it. It's up on a bluff. Yeah, okay. Are you going to tunnel your way there? I'm going to go up the, beside the stairs. 
and go in the little basement window. What basement window? If there was a basement window, I would have said that you missed the basement windows by looking in all the windows. Yeah, but I was not paying attention. Is there a basement door? You mean like on the outside? Yeah. Like no. those storm doors are like slanted? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There isn't one. You no. slide down? You ever been to no. Kansas? We don't have any safety precautions here. What are you talking about? Does it look like there's a stairwell when we were in there before that goes down? You didn't see it. But you told us about it just now, again. No, that I was I told him the, the first time. To the downstairs. Like there was a hallway between the kitchen and the hall, the great hall, and there was a stair that goes down in there. That goes down in the basement, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, guys? I misunderstood that. Okay. So I think you guys should go together, and then I'll meet you after I report to the Baron and see what he says in response to me How telling him that we, we were dead. How are we get in the basement if we aren't in the house. You well, can, we have to go in the house first. Yeah. What if the two of us are invisible and we go in behind you? That works. Perfect. I cast invisibility on me and Scrapper. And I use my sweet necklace that I got off of that devil last town. And I turn myself into a really hot looking dwarf in uh, the armor that all the guards are wearing. Kind of tall for a dwarf. What kind of features make you really hot? I imagine that I have a really lustrous beard and it's bright red. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I've got some really nice braiding going on. In your beard or your hair or both? In both. And I think I have really bushy eyebrows. And, like, the darkest pits of eyes you've ever seen. Does your beard go into one big braid, or is it, like, two separate ones? I think it's actually three separate ones. Okay. Like, a, a long one in the center and then two yeah, like castles? A big, like, a big one in the middle and then two little guys on the side. And then they don't come back together at the very bottom, No, no, no. They? No, they're separate. Good, because that'd be too hot. Because, you know, hot people get stuff, like, get by with stuff more easily. So, I figured they'll just be like, yeah, it's the hot new guard. How shiny is your armor and what kind of armor is it i don't know what were the other guards wearing it was just leather armor it's leather armor but you're not wearing any clothes under it right it's like the leather armor from uh with the movie with brad pitt it was just called troy or whatever and they had like it would like looked like the abs from 300 but it was like the leather <laughs> armor your armor has to be tightly fitted or it won't protect you does your leather armor have nipples oh yeah for sure but you know how they have those little kits where you like make little leather bracelets and put your name on it yeah. Mine's like that, except it's got like hammer, like sweet looking hammers on the sleeves. Oh, like little brass hammers, mm-hmm. like punched in. Yeah. That's sick. That's my personalization. Yeah, I'm definitely going to follow this hot dwarf. All right. So I make my way up to the manor and I like whisper before I leave to make sure they're following me. I'm like, hey, you guys are behind me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we get to roll with advantage on our sneak check? You are invisible. Usually what I like to do with that is just give you a pass on people's passive perceptions. So no, just roll a regular sneak check. Wendy, you should go and just banging pots and pans together. (laughs) Hey, I'm here. I'm just walking around with my pots and pans. I got a 19. Isn't it crazy how hot people act? I got a 22. Okay, that's pretty good. You guys feel like you've done a good job being stealthy. Yeah. Or do you think you have, like, huge biceps and you have, like, a strap around one of your biceps? It's, like, real tight. Oh, yeah, like a tight leather strap. I think I have one around each bicep. Oh, whoa. I approach the manor. Are there any guards outside? There are two guards in front. 
I salute them as I walk towards them. They salute you, but they're kind of confused looking. Okay, I go to open the door. Okay, I'm going to have you roll uh, deception here. 17. Okay, that's enough for them to give you a pass. Because they don't think they've seen you before, but they're not against your presence. Is Does the door open in or out? Door opens in. Wow. Fire code, okay. Yeah, I said this place isn't safe. So I open the door in and I kind of like peer around like to hold it open so that my, my peeps can get in behind me. I say, looking good, gents, looking good. They, they kind of stand up a little straighter. Okay. And then I close the door. Okay. Oh, yeah. We get in, in that time. Yeah, that's fine. You snuck um, past. So I'm going to make my way. I think from what I've heard from Kemen through Crow's eyes that the dude is upstairs in his bedroom. So I'm going to make my way up the stairs looking as official as possible. Okay. Do you want to go with me or go with them? Uh, we will go downstairs first. I am going to assume that I'm in the lead and just go. Which way are you going? There's doors in the back of the room that I go through that go towards the kitchen. Yeah. And then I think there's a door and then there'll be a door to the basement in that little spot before the kitchen. You got it. That's what I think I'm doing. Yep. Just because I wasn't paying attention the whole time doesn't mean that I didn't pay attention. All right. Here's the thing. You get to the kitchen and you go through the door and there is one person in there. Is the, wait, is the kitchen, is the door to the basement in the kitchen? You go into the kitchen and to your right is all of the prep space and the ovens and all that stuff. And to the left is a door. And that's the end of the sentence. Where's the person? The person is in the middle of the cooking area, kind of prepping. Like they food. would see us open the door, you're saying? Possibly. Like, is there back to us? Hey, you gotta time it. They're prepping in the cook area, not in the prep area? Look, it's a big room. Rude. There's three different little aisles that you can go up. Wait till the health department sees this. Oh my God. They're probably cutting the meat on a cutting board that says veg on it. Oh. That's fine as long as it isn't wood. It's probably and wood. Chicken. Is it wood? Are they cutting chicken and vegetables with the same knife? Yeah. Not at the same time. Oh, wow. Wow. That's okay as long as you cook it all. You don't cook the lettuce you put in salad. Don't cook the lettuce you put in salad. Gross. Unless it's the new fancy cooked salad you can get. Uh, is that a thing? Yeah, you can get like a wilted Caesar. That's a totally thing. It's hot cuisine. I'm going to go into the other room space and make a noise so that person comes and checks it out. So I'm going to go and see what kind of things I can use in there to make a noise. You're going back to the foyer. No, no. You said that there was a... A hallway. Prep area. A prep area. Ed said that. No, you said there was a prep area. I said he was prepping in the kitchen. Oh, is the kitchen's all you one You said it went over yeah. there where there's a prep area in the ovens. And he said, this guy's over in the cooking, cooking in, all right. prepping in the cook area. On the opposite side of the room from this, I'm going to just go ahead and call them a chef. All right. From this chef, on the opposite side of the room from the basement door, is there anything that looks toppleable, like a stack of pans? Um, there is a um, fire extinguisher. I thought you said this place was insane. Well, yeah, maybe you should expect it real quick. It's not charged. It's an ABC type. It's way out of date. It's not K. They're, they're going to be a grease fire and they're all going to die. Um, I just want to set it up so that it's going to fall over and then I'm going to let it fall over and as I move away from it. Okay. When, when I say fire extinguisher, it's more like uh, a bucket with water in it and it says fire extinguisher over top of it. The guy 
uh, hears it fall, turns around and says, oh, what the hell? Goes over and, and takes a look at it. I get out of there and I go down the door. I'm hoping that Kevin already opened the door by oh, the time I, I get there. Oh, I opened it the second it fell and splashed so that the sound would be would covered cover up it. if it was creepy. <laughs> you did one of those drop a book and fart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, you, you, could, you go ahead and make it through that door. <laughs> okay, good. Um, on the right side of the hallway, stairs that go down. And on the other side, there's a door that goes straight ahead. Uh, you go down the stairs and you see guard quarters. Bunch of bunks, bunch of uh, foot lockers. No guard dimes or nickels, though. Yeah. We've already done away with guard pennies, so you'll never find any of those again. Thank goodness. And there are maybe four or five guards sleeping down there. I turn around and I tap staff on the shoulder. Tap who? Oh, I turn around and I tap scrapper on the shoulder as if to say, like, turn around. And then I draw, like, a little circle. On my shoulder? On the front of you. I have no idea what that means. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Now you got that glitty shot. Yeah, I reach out and I draw a circle on Kemen's shoulder. (laughs) And then then I'm like, I whisper really quietly, turn around. Okay, you're going to need to uh, give me a stealth roll for that. 22, stealth. Okay, you successfully whispered that thing. I I turn around and I go back up the stairs slowly. I feel like there might be something down there, but maybe it's not, so... It seemed like there there were like some pointed clues that we should go investigate that one room that we couldn't see into, but maybe I read the clues wrong. What, the one that's to the left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was going to go next. Okay, I go upstairs, and then I go to the left. In that room. In that room. Not okay, the kitchen. So you, you go straight ahead from, like, if you're looking at the stairs, you yeah, go through the, the door room straight ahead. it used to be to the left, yeah. Okay, it's the Great Hall. No, 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 no. You said when you go into that door from that we opened, uh-huh. there's a door straight ahead. Uh-huh. And then the stairs down. Yeah. I want to go in the room that's straight ahead. Yeah. That's, that's the great the hall. Great hall. What's in there? Tables and chairs. That's it's it? not chairs, benches. All right. I'm going to carve a middle finger into something else. Okay. We're going to go upstairs real quick. See what Wendy's doing. I go up the stairs and make my way to the corner of the house where I think the Baron's bedroom is. Okay. I give an official knock on the door. Three hard knocks in a row, equal spacing. Come in. I go into the room, and I salute, and I say, reporting for duty, sir. He doesn't turn around, and he says, report. I've been instructed by a local townsperson to tell you that the visitors from out of town, the band of three people, has been found deceased in the mine. What? Dead? They've been killed. This turns all of my plans upside down. Yes, sir. Leave me. But, sir, there's more. More? The devil is also doing some strange things with their bodies. He's in the mine? Yes. This is an opportunity we cannot pass up. Get my things. We're going. I get his things. I don't know what things he has. Just get some stuff. Just get, like, a couple books and, like... (laughs) The fruit bowl. Candle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do need you to do some kind of bluff. Okay. Ask Cliff to explain some things that are in the room, and then you tell him which of those things you take. I mean, I got a 24 deception. Okay, how are you going to use the deception? Okay, tell me things that are in the room. Uh, by the door is a cloak, and then as we go to the right, there's like a, a dresser. Inside of that, there's stuff. You can open it and look around if you want. I guess you got to bring the dresser. I'm not that strong. As we continue along the room, there's the uh, desk he was sitting at. It's got papers on it, 
and a couple candles. There is his bed. It's a four-post bed. I didn't say that before. That's very important. Um, along the other wall is all uh, bookshelves. And then there's one, if you keep going along that wall, right beside the door is another bookshelf. But this one doesn't have as many books on it. I grab his cloak. I assume that he's standing up now. Yes. I stand on top of his chair and hold it out because I'm short, you know? Okay. Yeah, he, he puts it on. To put it on. And I grab some of his paper and a pen. Okay. And I kind of, I wanted to kind of do like a fumbly thing whenever I'm getting the paper and I want to pick up the one that he was writing whenever we saw him in the window, if it's still there. Okay. He goes, the book fool, the book. I say, sorry, sir. Uh, first week on the job. Which book would you like? He kind of like lightly pushes you out of the way and says, I'll get it myself and grabs it off of that um, shelf by the door. Can I tell which one he grabbed? Uh, it is purple. Okay. I follow him out of the room. Okay. He heads along the hallway there and downstairs and out of the building. Okay. We'll go back to the other half of the party. As soon as I hear the door upstairs open, I put down my knife and try to cover up the carving of the middle finger I was doing, um, which is going to be hard because of my invisibility. Right. And then I'm just going to hopefully just stand still and no one sees me. And when they open the door, I'm going to walk out behind them. Okay. I'm going to want both of you to roll another stealth if you're going to be sneaking after them. 10. 12. Okay. Apparently we ran into each other. Wendy, give me a, a perception. 10. You can't tell if uh, your companions are following you or not. Okay. But they are, and give me a perception, both of you. 10. 21. Kevin doesn't notice anything, and Scrapper thinks that um, Robert looks too preoccupied to notice them following him. Yeah, we're good at sneaking. Like, on the way out of the house, I still want to follow... Robert, but I want to drop the paper that he was writing on in the entryway behind me and then keep following him out the building. Okay. Do we see that? Sure. You're right behind him. If I grab that paper, it's still visible though, right? Yeah. Can I just look at it on the way out or no? You can look at it. What's it say? Uh, it's a, a letter to his brother. Oh no. What's he telling him? Oh, um, just how much he misses him. What's his name? <laughs> his brother? Yeah. Oh, it's um, Bobbert. There's probably a code in that, but I don't have time to look at it. Because what kind of name is Bobbert, really? I, I go after them. I'm, I'm going. I'm following. Mm-hmm. So you're going straight across town to the mine. What's going to happen, guys? I don't know. I don't know. I think that we got to get rid of this guy and the devil. It's going to be tough. This is when we blow up the mine. Good thing we kept that dynamite. Oh, yeah. I got it with me. Okay. You get to the mine and Robert walks in. He takes a look around the main chamber, and the devil is not there. He uh, thinks to himself for a second, and then turns on and goes, Why are you still following me? Oh, sorry, sir. You said to grab your things, so I thought I would follow you with these papers, and I could help protect you. Where did you take those papers from? Your desk. I thought that's what you meant when you said you needed your things. I needed my book and my cloak. I'm sorry. I I told you, sir, it's my first week. I'm so sorry. Well... Go stand watch outside. Okay, I go stand watch outside. <laughs> but we don't. Right, Kemen? Oh, yeah, we sneak. So Robert walks up towards the middle of this uh, big section of cave and reaches down and pulls at the edge of a rug off of the floor and flings it to the side. And there is a binding circle. Oh, my God. This whole time. How come we didn't look under that rug? <laughs> because you couldn't see it because it was covered in coal dust. You didn't investigate this room. 
Right, fair enough. That was dumb. This is the main room. It's the it's main the thing. Room, it's the first yeah. one you go in. He uh, kind of kicks a little bit of dust over it again, just to kind of obscure it, and kind of just sits and waits at the opposite side of the circle from, like, towards the entrance. After a few minutes, you see from the end of the uh, hallway straight ahead, uh, the devil starts coming back. How long does invisibility last? Is it one minute or is it ten minutes? I thought it was ten. Greater invisibility is one minute. How long does it take to walk from the manor to the mine, though? It's 500 feet away. 600. 600 feet away. It says until the spell ends. How long is the spell? What's the duration say? duration at the top? Oh, up to an hour. Up to oh, an hour. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. We light up a cigar. No, we can't do that. He'll smell it. Oh, never mind then. And you'll see the smoke. Okay. The devil walks out of that passageway and roll a perception. Eight. 23, baby. He is absolutely furious. You can both tell that. But Scrapper can see that he's got some bits of metal gears and things in one of his hands. He sees Robert and he goes straight up to him and he throws it down at his feet. You've played me false, most foul magic, binding devils into these abominations. Their souls scream out as they are crunched and torn and ripped asunder and enslaved in these metal carapaces. Robert's going to take a step back, and he says, I've tolerated you too long. Here we fight. Here we end it. And he backs up a couple paces. So the devil takes two steps forward and crosses into the circle, and Robert takes the last step out of it. He's going to cast a spell, and a bunch of wind just pushes all of the dirt aside and clears out the whole, everything that was on top of the circle. And it lights up a bright pink. Yo, like a fuchsia? Yeah, like almost neon. Nice. He reads out an incantation in a language you do not understand. Are you sure? Because I speak a lot of languages. Yeah? Name them. Giant. Ordinary. Elvish. Elvish. Goblin. Undercommon. Celestial. Sylvan. Yeah, you don't understand the language, but it sounds coarse and guttural. Wait, what What other languages does everybody speak? I speak Dwarvish. Okay. Uh, giant, common, elvish, gnomish. All right. Yeah, nobody understands it. I think I speak woodland animal. Yeah, and ordinary now. And ordinary. Unless the hat just gives you tongues all the time. Yeah, maybe. Well, what is it? How's it work? No one knows. Reality starts to shift and tear inside of the circle, and you can see that the devil's kind of warping and changing. The ground does start to shake a little bit as well, and an explosion occurs. A large explosion. At least we're well outside of the radius. How close are you guys standing anyway? I think too close. in the doorway. In the doorway? That's all the further you got? No, I feel like I'm definitely in the room. Oh, I went to the doorway just to watch. Okay. I wanted to be close enough that after something happened, I could do something to either Robert or the devil. So I'm kind of close, like maybe 10 or 15 feet away from them. Mm -hmm. But outside of the circle, once I saw it, I definitely scooted. Sure. I'm going to have you make a a dex save then. Both of us? Yes. I got a 19. All right, you save. I got a 24. Save better. I think the explosion causes me to come see what's going on. Okay, take uh, five damage. Who? Both of you. You both we saved. saved. Yeah, you saved for half damage. I don't know. Uh, there's dust everywhere, and uh, it's almost impossible to see. It doesn't hamper our invisibility then. You know what I mean? Because I thought maybe they'd see us as voids. 
It would only if they could see far enough to see you. Yeah. Because it is coal dust and it is everywhere. I have another question that I shouldn't ask. Sure. How is the torch situation in this room? Dangerous. I hope this coal dust doesn't all blow up. Actually, from that explosion, I think they, a couple of them at least, blew out. There might only be one left. The one that's left is to the right of the entrance, maybe 50 feet from the uh, entrance there. Okay. It's dusty, and um, also you're deafened for now. I poke my head in and yell, Mr. Baron! Oh, do I lose my concentration? Mmm. Roll a concentration check. I got a 20. Okay, you're fine. You're still invisible. Cool. Okay, the dust starts to settle, but in the space where the devil was is just nothing. There's no devil? No, he's gone completely. What's where Mr. Baron used to be? He is knocked unconscious. He's knocked unconscious? Yeah, saying that because he was really close. We tie him up. From my vast understanding of the world from traveling my whole life, do I understand what this spell did exactly? Roll an arcana. I got a 20. You're talking about the um, binding spell? Yeah. Okay. It was an attempt to transform him into one of those abominations. Okay. But I think it was unsuccessful? Yeah. Because it, it's really hard to do. And also, it's a pretty powerful devil. So where do you think the devil went? Yeah, do we see any traces of the devil? Uh, roll a perception. 18. 19. 17. You see none. There's a nun? You see no traces. Kevin, do you see where that devil went? No, man. Tie up this baron with me real quick. Okay. And then we do a sweet physical comedy gag where we don't know where we, we both are, but we try to both help each other well, tie I, them up. Well, I go over and help, and both of them can see me. Thanks, Wendy. You just got some rope? Tie yeah. them up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And move that book far away from him. Okay. Then we slap him a little bit and throw some water in his face. All right. He doesn't come to yet. Should we heal him to wake him up? Why are you trying to wake him up? Because I wanted to ask him questions about, like, what he's going to do now with the town. Like, do you think we still need to, like, take this guy out of power? Oh, yeah. Is he going to let us have a concert? Yeah, just heal him. Okay, I cast Cure Wounds on him as a first level spell. You got a grizzly cut there. It's laying your bone quite bare. But if you come over here, I'll cure all your wounds, don't you fear. Okay, how much are you going to heal for? Just let me know. 12 hit points. Maximum healing. Cool. Do you still want to be invisible? I look up, because I don't know where Kevin is. I say, whatever you want, big guy. All right, I dropped my spell. Oh, there you are. Hey, man. But you're still, um, Wendy's still disguised. Yeah, I'm still a hot dwarf. Okay. He wakes up and he goes, holy shit. Oh, I hate it when that happens. What? What happens, man? Uh, why, why am I tied? We don't know. We just heard a big explosion and we came in and you were laying here tied up. Ah, uh, my head. Uh, it hurts so bad. What happened? Ah, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I came in and there was this bright light. And I know the devil was here. I saw him. Is the binding circle still there? No. Is the carpet still there? The one that's like tossed off the side? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like more tossed off the side because it kind of went flying. Wait, you came in here and there was no binding circle? Binding circle? How would there be a binding circle in the mine? Because you told us you put one in here. A little fuzzy here. Uh-huh. And then I make myself real big, like I puff my chest up and I dismiss the disguise self-spell. 
And I say, we be arbiters three and we've judged you guilty. Yeah, and then I take a pose beside Wendy because I'm like, oh shit, that was a cool one. Yeah, and I get there too with my arms folded, but I look like as big as I can. Trying to remember all the things that I've said in Sam because I'm pretty sure there's no way out of this for him because I said two things wrong now. Hey, that's how you catch bad guys. You get them to talk. They're a just lot. dumb. Okay, well, um, he just kind of clams up and stops talking. Should Mirandaize him? Yeah, big guy. Read him his rights. You have the right to shut the fuck up. Anything you say. We will definitely remember and tell everybody. Dude, you're doing a good job. You are in big trouble. We are going to carry you back to town, and we're going to hang you upside down. That's part of your rights? And in these uncertain times, we're going to drink wine in your fucking shit-ass dry town, bro. Yeah. And then I grab him under his arms, and I carry him back to town. And if you don't tell us where that devil went to whenever you bound him, then we're going to cut each of your fingernails off slowly. Whoa. And I'll conjure animals up your ass. And we roll intimidation checks on them. All right, good. I got a 20. Holy shit. I got a 25. I have a, I'm good at intimidation. I got a 17. Jesus. It's probably all the giggling. Um, yeah, he's scared as hell. Um, that's right. That's what he gets. Sitting up to make him start talking? He says, the spell just, it just failed. It fails sometimes. I tried it. I tried. I tried to keep the town safe from the devils. I eliminated all the other devils. Ow, man. I bound them into those clockwork beings. Yeah, but they murdered all your dwarf miners. There's a pile of dead bodies in your mine. Look, we were close. We did look, So close. To getting rid of all of them. The miners? No. That's the devils. fucked up, bro. If I got rid of that last devil, if I finally perfected the spell, then I could have used it to clear out the others, the failures. Once again, we Arbiters 3 must clean up your mess. Your own hubris has flown you too close to the sun. You didn't try to save the town. You can't stand up on a noble podium. You tried to use the devils for your own political gain. And everybody knows that when you try to gain off of evil, then all you do is fall down into the depths of hell yourself. We ought to kill you ourselves. You still intimidating? I'm a little bit. Okay. And then I, I'm expecting Kevin to throw him on the ground. I throw him on the ground. We're going to leave you here. Just like, he, is he tied like well? Or just He's like hogtied. Hogtied? Don't you think we should like tell the townsfolk and let them judge him? Yeah, we'll tell them later. You guys want to go get him? I don't him? think we should really murder him. You guys go get the town. And I stand there with my foot on him. Why don't we just take him to the town center and then, like, we'll tell everybody what he did. And then we'll be like, maybe he shouldn't be in charge anymore. And you guys can have your miners' rights. And the town can be not dry anymore. Because we, we destroy the danger so everybody can drink again. Oh, don't drink on the job. It's not safe to drink in mine. All right, I wink at Wendy, and then I walk out. All right, drag him back to town. Sounds good. Howling in pain every time because you hit every single rock. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody still at the town center? Is it too late? I start hollering, mandatory Thursday night gathering. A couple people kind of poke their heads out. I yell it again. You see Stable Boy? He's out there. Bill, come on. Let's go. Bill, Bill, 
I like dropped this guy right there. I'm like, Bill, where's Lars? Where's Lars? Where's Lars? Oh, he's in the stable. Where? Oh, come on. Let's go go see him. Yeah. I go. I go. Okay. Where is he? He's in there. He's tied up. I go in. Is he in there? Yeah. Come in. Lars. Come in. I go scritch and scritch and scritch his dirty little face off. I rub coal dust all over you. Oh, you're so dirty, little guy. Yeah, adventure. Where'd you go? Purple hole. There's a purple hole? Victor. Victor? And Bill. Bill? Yeah. Who's Bill? And eat a rug. Uh, uh, buzzing. Um, uh, crates. Okay. Okay. Are you are you hungry? Um, horses. That's not really a good answer. Valerie. Well, yeah, Valerie's here. Yeah, eat the stick. Don't. Okay, you gonna chew on this? Yeah. You're gonna come with me. Yeah. Okay, bring the stick. No. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, I untie him. I bring him. Okay. So I got Lars in one hand. I pick up that idiot in my other hand. I drag him the rest of the way. Okay. You're going to... Town Center. Town Center. Mandatory Thursday night gathering. Wait, when we go outside of the stable, is the rest of the team there? Yeah. Wendy. Lars, what's up, bud? Wendy. Hi. Raj. I look the other way. Buddy, that's Scrapper. Yeah. Oh, hey. And then I pat him on the head and I say, wow, you're covered in cool dust. Yeah. Why do you keep saying Raj, bro? Adventure. All right, let's go find this devil. You ready? And I say that's a Lars. And I try to get him hyped up and stop saying Raj all yeah. the time. All right, let's go. Devil. Yeah, justice. Rawr. And the gang's all back together. Mandatory Thursday night gathering. All right, you see Janice run over. Holy hell, what happened? Oh, Lars? He's just dirty. No, don't care. Why is Mr. Baron tied up? He's the reason that all of your miners died. It's his fault. Well, yeah, that's where we're trying to get these safety regulations passed. Well, no, it's more than that, man. More than that? Yeah. He has been dealing with magic most foul. He had good intentions. I'll give him that. He wanted to get rid of the devils. But he in the process. He didn't have good intentions. He's an opportunist and a liar. And he put all of your people at risk, especially the ones who are dead now because of him. He built monsters out of devils inside them or something. No sentence is too harsh for this man, but we've got bigger fish to fry. I'm still trying to parse that last sentence. Oh, yeah. It's, sometimes it's like that around us. All right, here's the skinny. We found some dead dwarves in the mines that were killed by automatons that Robert made. And Robert also killed the big devil, so he's gone. So no, there's no more no, devils. Wait, Wendy, that's not true. We have to slay the big devil still. I don't think so. By not telling these people, we're putting them at more risk. Where is he? I don't know. Probably back in the mansion or something. We might need the whole town's help to spread out and find the devil so that we, commissioned by the commission, can slay it. I think it's already gone. Do you have any people here who are really good at magic? Not particularly. That tracks. A search party, you say? Yeah. Well, I'll organize the troops. Make sure they bring a pitchfork. And make sure somebody watches him. And I point my thumb at Robert Barron. We'll, uh, we'll stick him with Devin. Oh, He's yeah. still in the, uh, the ore processing shipment facility. Yeah, Devin's never been problematic. Okay. You hand him off? Yeah. He's still hogtied, though, so it's kind of hard for them to pull him because they're low to the ground. Yeah, but they're stout. Like, you know what I mean? Janice hands hands him off. So, oh, Craig, good. 
you're here. We found Craig? Craig's back. <gasps> yeah, he was just in the shitter. Hey, everyone's got a shit. That was inconvenient. Janice organizes the town to, to search, and uh, you find nothing. Told ya. It is now Friday morning. Even in the mine. Even in the mine. Did we search the old manse? What did you call it? The manor? The large manor? Yes. Did we look under every rug? Um, every rug that made sense to look under, like if it had a shape underneath it. Okay. What happened when the guards found out you arrested Robert? We told them why we arrested him, though. Yeah, I mean, they don't take kindly to their own people being killed. It's not like he was also a dwarf. They don't owe him anything. But what's his charge again? Casting magic? You guys cast magic. No, 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 it's different. I'll explain to you why. We're protagonists. <laughs> We're Arbiters 3. Yeah, we Arbiters 3 have rolled on this case. Do the dwarves accept this? We didn't kill any dwarves. It's true. I think that Robert said he didn't kill any dwarves. But he did tangentially through his actions. He just said that the devils kill all the dwarves. Yeah, but he put those devils in those automatons. When we get pressured about this topic, we tell everybody where all the dwarf bodies are. So that they can go and put their bodies to rest to save their eternal Then they get souls. pissed and they just need someone to blame and they're like, yeah. fuck this guy. He's tied up. He's got to be guilty. He's known these bodies were back here for weeks and we just got here yesterday. Which is like a lie, right? No, he, he, he knows because those automatons, the clockwork abominations, were um, they were supposed to be able to be controlled, but he couldn't control them. So he could so still know what they were doing. But he couldn't direct them because they actually have a will. Um, I go and find Janice and tell her, uh, Janice, we're still down for playing the show tomorrow, right? Tomorrow? It's tonight. Yeah, tonight, tonight. I'm sorry. We got to get a couple hours rest and then we're ready to rock and roll. Hey, before we rest, I have one last idea. I think we should search his pockets. Maybe the spell did work and the devil's bound to a little bug or something that's in his pocket. Okay, you go. You can do that, Scrapper. All right, I'm going to go do that. Okay, do an investigation. When I get to him, I'm like, listen up here, pig. And I spit on the ground and I say, no funny business, I'm searching you. And I start searching him. But I was too worried about my performance and I, I got a 10. Okay. On the actual investigation. No, you don't find any clockwork anything. You're lucky this time. And then I walk back to my friends and I'm like, I don't, uh, there's nothing. So uh, about that showtime, we, we all good? Yeah. Seven o'clock. Doors. All right. We'll be you know there. The place where we could uh, hose off our pal Lars here. He's a little, little dirty. Oh, yeah. We'll just, uh, here, use this fire extinguisher. We do it. I'm sure it just where makes a bigger mess. Yeah, I'm sure. Where are we going to sleep? Because there's no, like, hotel here. There's no inn. You got any extra We'll sleep barracks? in the manor. Now that... Two guest rooms in the manor. Oh, can we go to the general store, too? Can the general store open? Yeah, town's open. Sick. What do you need? Postcards? Yeah, postcard. Let me just take care of that real quick. And she hastily goes behind the counter and scribbles some stuff. I might need more than one, buddy. Oh, um, we'll have a new shipment tomorrow morning. All right, I'll stop by and get some. I just got to get the... the printer press, give him a call. Would well, you have anything else as like cards or books or anything? Um, I have this uh ledger. Do you have any uh extra large gerbil pellets? I don't think we even have regular sized gerbil pellets. Dang, we're almost out for Lars. Oh no. 
Yeah, buddy. We might have to get you some different food. Lars, what else do you like to eat? Carrots. Do you have any carrots? Oh, yeah, we've got carrots. You want a carrot? Yeah. All right, buy it like a bunch of carrots. It's like one big old sack thing of carrots. So, you guys take your uh, sleep before the show? Oh, yeah. In the manor in the guest rooms? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah. I root around for some some uh, stationery. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a bunch of stationery. You can use the same kind that Robert was writing the letter to his brother, Bobbert. Okay. About. I'll take some of that. Cool. Does it say, like, from the desk of on it? Like, real fancy? It just has the uh, mining company header. And then you guys go and play your show.
You roll some performances. Oh, we should I have inspired Wendy. Is it too late? Um, yes. You were groggy because you took a nap and you forgot. I rolled a natural one. Oh, man. It's all that coal dust. Yeah, you get the black lung now. I got a 10. I got a 20. I got a 14. I got 23. All right. Uh, music's great. Um, you know, we could maybe use a little bit more practice next time, but, you know, you bring it together. I, it is crazy that you rolled a one and still got a 10. And everybody's mighty appreciative that the uh, mandatory Friday gathering had uh, something other than a slam poetry recitation. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. got to be a good variation. It's a good switch up, yeah. Uh, open mic night's a bitch sometimes. And another town save by Dream Lancer. And Lars. And Lars. Lars You're in Dream, Dream Lancer, <laughs> man. show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. Cliff, thanks for coming and guest DMing. Yeah! Yeah, I was nervous the whole time. Well, you hey! did a great job. I yeah, you did didn't do a great show job. off that you were nervous. I have a question. Okay. Do you have anything to plug or promote? No. Normally we ask our guests that. Yeah, I, I know you ask, and I thought about it, and the answer is just no. Do you want to plug your name on gaming platforms and then people can find you, or is that not no. how it works? No, I don't want to do that at all. I don't know how that works. You definitely don't do that. Never do that. Okay. Right. That's it. We're good. What what game are you the best at? Like, like compared I got to Tetris. What's yours? I don't know. Right now, I'm probably the best at uh, Apex. Oh, that's short for Apex Legends. Yeah, yeah. I make diamond all the time. Wow. And then I just stop because there's not enough weeks left for me to progress to masters. If that would even happen, probably not. Don't worry about it. Awesome. Anything else? No? All right.